0: Welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration America. I'm Jerry Ewald, Chief Marketing Officer for Restoration America. And today we are blessed to have the makers of a documentary that is taking America by storm. It's called, Died Suddenly. The story of those who died suddenly after taking the COVID shots. This is the free documentary the elites don't want you to see. We have the filmmakers, Matthew Scow and Nicholas Stumphauser with us today. Well, Nicholas and Matthew, Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having us.
0: Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm really glad to have you. And I know we're going to get into some really, really heavy topics as we talk about your documentary, Died Suddenly. Um, But I think not anyone can make this type of documentary. So I want to know a little bit about you. Maybe, Nicholas, can we start with your background?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm the the, uh, youngest of the duo. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I started with that. Uh, I, start, I started making films when I was 19 and, uh, and made a documentary and then um, through Divine Providence uh, stumbled into Matthew's life path. And he hired me to work on a, a pretty expansive film about a lot of the subjects that we, we touch on in, in Died Suddenly but don't, don't cover directly, such as the World Economic Forum and, and whatnot. Um, And Matthew has a a long history of both making films, but also coming in direct contact with the World Economic Forum and so on and so forth. So he really taught me uh, how the world worked in a way that I just I didn't know or care about at first and, and now I'm immensely passionate about. Um, so we've worked together on several films so far. The one before this was uh, these little ones about child sex trafficking, and uh, and then we did the the long compendium, the the greatest reset.
0: You're not doing any, uh, you know, feel good type of documentaries at this point.
1: <laughs> no, you know, we we have joy, but we don't really like, you know tell stories that yeah. involve puppies or or very That's happy right. endings we kind of focus on the worst parts of humanity because we feel called to do it you know we have a talent set that is uniquely capable of telling people uh, the painful truths and then
0: giving them the answer
2: if we don't fear that we might die after making a film then it's
0: not our kind of film well, it's it's so important that you do that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's just we we get too many, uh you know, happy feel good type of movies out there and people want to ignore what's actually happening. Which again, we're gonna get into your documentary in a second. Matthew, I want what about you? Tell me a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so uh I'm the older one of the two.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I started. That. I'm, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry.
2: I've been in this game for about twenty years and uh uh yeah, I uh I've just had a a blessing and and an honor to touch some subjects in my films that uh, a lot of people don't know about um, or never or wouldn't even go there and uh, I had a documentary called Omo Child uh, was my first one of my biggest success about a tribe in Ethiopia that would uh, kill their kids uh, because they thought they were cursed and uh, throughout that process we followed a young man who uh, was taken out of his tribe brought into a missionary group a Swedish missionary group uh Jesus came to him in a dream and said you're going to save my people his tribe and we followed him for seven years and they winded up uh uh, ending that uh horrific um well they weren't called sacrifice because they weren't doing it they thought they were help helping make their uh their tribe survive but actually uh they were just misled into tradition and through the power of Jesus and, and Lolly they they stopped that practice, so that was an amazing film, and it just continued on through there, and uh, yeah, and now we're here uh, with uh, the most uh, horrific story that all humanity is living through, which is a uh, what it looks to be some, quarter, some sort of depopulation program uh, via uh, a mandated vaccine that was not needed for the populace to stop the supposed coronavirus that I guess is still out there, but we're not really concerned about right now. So um, I I feel as a Christian filmmaker that I had the opportunity to make films that were uh, not as controversial. But um, if I'm not doing something that awakens people up and ultimately drives people to Christ, then I feel that uh, I will be accounted for when I, I meet my maker and I want him to tell me a uh, job well done and you, uh, you you ran the race accordingly. So
0: Amen. that's
2: what we do. And uh, we're just so blessed and honored to do it daily.
0: Yeah, the, the hour is late and we do need people like you to stand up and be bold and, and show the world what's actually happening. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to roll that trailer uh, so that people can see, you know, exactly what we're talking about and then we'll dig into it.
1: to Mr. Hirschman, this is
2: different, this isn't normal, is it? And he said, absolutely not.
0: The dead can't speak for themselves, so therefore I have to speak for them. We're connecting dots here. You know, there's no way that that type of obstruction would not cause stroke, heart failure. My sister died. Uh, She was 58 and she died suddenly on Friday of a heart attack. They will do with you what they feel like doing to you. It's the new bullet, it's the new missile, it's the new form of warfare.
2: I wanted people to understand that we're in a
1: fifth-generation warfare for the heart and the mind. This is the
0: greatest orchestrated die-off in the history of the world. There's most definitely evil in this world, and evil like we could not possibly imagine. Talk a little bit about what you've uncovered with just the side effects of this vaccine
1: people were saying, well, it's not a vaccine. It's actually experimental gene therapy and it's not experimental gene therapy either. Right? You have the word therapy in there. This is not a therapeutic. It's doing exactly precisely what it was invented to do. And that's what uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long told us. And it, it kind of goes by quickly in the film, but there's a moment where she says that the 5.3.6 Pfizer post marketing analysis, that broke down 1,291 individual uh, side effects of the vaccine was not diagnostic. Now, in diagnostic testing, it's when you get doctors together, they see a symptom, they see a patient, and they say, like, hmm, what's going wrong? Maybe it's multiple sclerosis. Maybe it's cancer. That's diagnostic. She said, this is not diagnostic. It's confirmatory. As in, here is a report, investors, that tells you the product that you order is doing precisely what you asked it to do.
0: So so let let's break that down a little bit. So you're saying, OK, you're, you're leading us down the path of saying this product. These aren't side effects. You're saying this what we're seeing, these quote unquote side effects are exactly what they were intended to do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well. And it's but, not us saying this. This is right.
1: <laughs> this isn't our opinion or whatever. This is just what we this is what Teresa Long, who's
2: uh, under oath, uh, stated these uh, opinions of hers right. and and she's probably the most qualified to do this being a lieutenant colonel flight surgeon
1: in the US Mm -hmm. Army so a lot of these diagnoses are ones that the doctors had never seen before so for example shrinking lung disease when in your life have you ever heard of this testicular autoimmunity such specific diagnoses that typically take months or years to diagnose they got instantly they knew what it was and they said this is what you have congratulations let's write it down um, but you have to look at this, you have to take a step back and look at this from the perspective of uh, how these people think, all right? They invested billions, and we know that the patents for the coronavirus vaccine are a lot older than the coronavirus. We even got a little bit of an allusion to that. Who was the gentleman at the World Economic Forum who was yeah, being interviewed? Yeah,
2: uh, he was uh, uh, either CEO or he worked uh, for Moderna.
1: Yeah, and, and he, he was being interviewed, and... The interviewer said, oh, last time we spoke was early 2020 and you guys were already working on a vaccine before we even knew what to call coronavirus. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 that's what. So look, these vaccines, these bioweapons uh, have a long technological history. They have enormous money from career criminal organizations like Pfizer and um, DARPA and then also Mm -hmm. the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who donated uh, at least 20 million dollars on record to the uh, Moderna vaccine. So these aren't uh, just a accidental miscalculation. Oh, we got a few cases of myocarditis, so sorry. We're gonna do a bit of an investigation and and make sure everybody's okay. But if you're above 60, you definitely should still get, that's not what these are.
0: Right. Supposedly COVID-19 was accidental. Uh, It came from bats or it escaped from a lab, whatever theory you want to subscribe to. But regardless, you can't create a vaccine And that the amount of time that they did normally, and then on top of that, this is not a normal vaccine. Actually, they changed the definition of vaccines for COVID-19. You you talked about gene therapies or whatever it might be. This is a total different technology that they rushed out to the public at at operation warp speed, right? We've heard that as well. And there's, there's just no way that they could have looked at the safety profile of this new type of, therapeutic or whatever you want to call it. We call it the jab, right? In that period of time and everything that we're seeing is being brushed under the table, although it's coming out now, but you guys weren't surprised by that. What you're saying, what you've uncovered is that this was the design all along.
2: Well, we have to look at uh, who promoted it, the players involved. Uh, Klaus Schwab wrote a book, The Great Reset, uh, four months into the great, The greatest pandemic any of us have gone through he wrote a book that outlined what they want to do with the pandemic not how to treat the pandemic and in our first movie uh we talked to some of the experts in the field like peter mccullough zev zelenko and they were trying to treat COVID coronavirus and they were told they were quacks they they didn't know what they're doing they were silent censored ivermectin was called called horse pace uh uh, uh, manufacturing companies in Taiwan that were producing hydroxychloroquine were blown up. Um, when we saw this happening, we knew that there was some kind of ulterior motive going on. Uh, it wasn't a rush to help and save people from this thing. It was, it was to create fear, fear enough to accept, blindly accept, an experimental vaccine uh, willingly. That's the whole point here. We never have seen collaborations with states and media uh, conglomerates together, Unison, Lockstep. Uh, When we saw Event 201 transpire in October of 2020, uh, and then two months later, we have the exact same coronavirus that they were wargaming from Mm -hmm. and the same players involved. Now you can go, they, they call us conspiracy theorists because we talk about things that people are conspiring to do. Right. So uh, that's his warfare right there. That's fifth generation warfare. They want to gaslight you and th- say that these these things aren't happening. Well, a few years ago, they were saying that about the elites just getting together, like at Bilderberg or at the mm-hmm. WEF. Like that was a conspiracy. Now it's just out in the open. And they're so uh, bold and they have so much power that they don't mind keeping the event 201 on YouTube for you to view. That's mm-hmm. that's where we're looking at this. and. People will say, ah, oh, this seems crazy, you know, I, I don't want to go there. Well, you're forced to go there because they're mandating policies that you're forced to live under. We, as filmmakers, just take what they write and, and, and their philosophy, their Malthusian mindset, and we put it together in a package to show this is what their thoughts are and their ideology, and here's ours, and you'll never understand it completely Unless, you know, this is a spiritual warfare that we're uh, there is good and evil and uh, we present the good side.
0: Yeah. So, Matthew, you 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 talked about a lot and I want to make sure we back up so the audience understands a couple of things. So let's take it one at a time. So the Great Reset, what does that have to do with the pandemic and the the vaccines?
2: Yeah. So um, this goes back to Agenda 21, the United Nations. they, they try to pass these things called these SDGEs, these uh, uh, sustainable goal efforts of theirs. And there's 17 sustainable goals that the UN and WEF are uh, they're together in pushing these agenda for the world to live under. Now, these are things like no poverty, hung- no hunger um uh you know these these unattainable clean goals air for clean, everybody yeah these unattainable goals that sound great right everybody wants no poverty but it's unattainable so what do they do uh to push these? Well they get every actor you've ever heard of, every singer you've ever heard of, and they get them together to promote these unattainable goals. Why? Why are they lockstep in pushing these? Mm-hmm. Well they'll they'll say it's your fault. There's too many of us in their in their advertisement from the UN that we show in our film, they say we cannot meet our 2030 goal to meet these sustainable goals because of overpopulation. Yes, explicit.
1: There's That's what they say. There's too
2: many people. There's too many people to attain these goals. And then you have Bill Gates talking about that they're going to use vaccines to lower the population, and they'll and they'll gaslight you and tell you, oh no, he's just saying that so you'll be ha- they'll be healthier and have less families. I mean, uh, uh kids in their family. That doesn't make sense. like if if you're trying to make people have a better uh, living environment, they'll have less children. I don't understand that math. You, you, we want to be fruitful and multiply. So um, we we don't just come up with these ideas and think about how we can how we can stick it to Bill Gates and these top world leaders and leads. No, we take what they say and we just put them together. And then when you look at their plan, it looks like they don't have room for me and you. And that's just by the Fourth Industrial Revolution, another book from Klaus Schwab. Right. Um, Justin Trudeau said, we're going to use this pandemic to push our pre-pandemic plans. You've got to listen to what they say they're telling you right in the open. They'll always tell you.
0: Now, now people will ask, like, why would why would the governments do this? Right. So there's there's usually two uh, two answers to that. One, I think the easier one is to say, well, this is about money, power, so on and so forth. But you guys are going down a different path. You're talking about you, you talked about Malth- about Malthusian, uh, that theory, where the population is exploding exponentially, but the food sources can't keep up with it. So at some point, you're going to get this massive die off. So I guess what you guys are leading down uh, a, a path of they're doing this to depopulate the planet because we're overpopulated. Is that where you're going? 100%.
2: Yeah. Um, The fourth industrial revolution, which we are in, Klaus Schwab said that it's going to change me and you. Now, industrial revolution, uh, the third one was computers and technology. It's whenever the world is uh, is changed by it. Uh, The second one had to do with gas powered and locomotives and, and uh, when we had industry using the same metrics with uh, screws and bolts. They, this was a, a revolution where everybody was uh, affected by it. So the fourth one he says is going to affect us inside, who mm-hmm. we are actually. Now when we look at the people who uh, promote the, the this ideal of the fourth industrial revolution, these are people who have a God complex. They believe they are God, in a way. And they believe that they have a better outlook in, of what the world will look like, or should look like, regarding us. Right. And then we look at what, is, what does it look like, the, the, the work environment? Robotics, uh, automation? They leave no room for uh, Jake over there flipping burgers. We're seeing this right. already happen, and it's slowly rolled out. And we're going to accept it, because they're going to push up inflation where they're gonna be like, well, it makes sense. They'll use a robot because it can't afford to pay for him. Then you get a UBI, a universal basic income. What is that? That's to keep you silent on the plantation until you die off or you don't have babies because what we've seen in the film is the the biggest, the scariest thing is the the infertility rates that we are looking at. Japan just hit a 23% decrease in children. And the whole thing they'll tell you is there was too many of us to begin with. Uh, That's not really what it is. That take what they promote and flip it and inverse it. And that's the truth.
0: Yeah, I mean, you go through some of the the um, the issues, uh, the the side effects of these vaccines. One of them is uh, fetal demise. Right. So we know a a lot of times that if a mother was vaccinated during pregnancy, uh, a lot of times those come out. I've seen I've seen statistics up to 80 percent of miscarriages happen uh, as a result so and then we know that it's attacking the reproductive systems the vaccines we've seen data on that so i'm trying to connect the dots here because you know i I think there's gonna be a lot in the audience that are going to say wow this is a this is a crazy uh you know conspiracy theory you know we we have a pandemic however it happened it's here you know, we have these good people who are intending to, to, to help people through vaccines. I mean, we have this history of vaccines, quote unquote, helping people. Uh, I know that's also uh, debated as well. Uh, and, and they just they screwed up. They made mistakes. You're saying, no, that's not true at all. You look at the outcome of what's happening. The decline in in fertility rates, miscarriages, the attack on the reproductive systems. You talk about um, the people dying from the vaccines, from COVID over and over again. And you're connecting it now to a depopulation agenda uh, because there is a belief that the planet can't sustain all this life. And then not only that, I'll take it to the next step that you are, is they're trying to be like gods, right? This is the oldest uh, lie in, in history, right? The, uh, the serpent saying that you will be as gods, right? And you're saying that that theme is underlying everything that your documentary is talking about.
1: Well, Look, it's a very simple, uh, I guess, syllogism, thought process of how you get to the, the thesis of our film, which is that these vaccines are not a mistake, that they're in, the, the results are intentional. It's three steps. First is you look at what has happened, right? And now everybody's going to debate the data. Oh, are people even really dying? Is the birth rate even going down? Okay, well, we we believe that the evidence is very clear in that. So you look at the data. Then you look at who had the data and when they had it. And then you look at what do those people believe. And those are the only three pieces that you need to get to where we got. So if we just agreed to agree on what is happening, which is... A death toll in adults, I mean children, but living people, a death toll that is about 150% of World War II currently as a result of these vaccines worldwide, and the birth rate decline. And then you look at who knew and when did they know. So Pfizer wanted to lock up this data for 75 years. The CDC and the WHO had all of this data immediately in the Pfizer trial they knew that eighty percent, 83% of women who got pregnant and were vaccinated had a dead baby. They knew immediately. Right. Right. And then you look at what they believe. And all of these people who go to these conferences and who speak up at TEDx talks, they all believe the same thing, which is that there's too many people. So when you hear Bill Gates say, well, we're gonna invest in vaccines because it makes a healthier world, you have to just look at what his money is doing. And his money is creating Death and destruction and fewer people. Now, just because he says it's because he cares about the, the, the black children in Africa doesn't mean he cares about the black children in Africa. Well, look at, look
2: at his lineage, too, where he comes from. His dad was on the board of the, the eugenics program for Margaret Sanger, which made exactly. Planned Parenthood. The, this isn't a, like, a, a hard investigation. Yeah. It's very We're easy. We're really taking leaps here. It, it, it's just that they've gaslit the population to think that conspiracy theories aren't real. And they'll put that – I don't even know that name. They, they're so smart they come up with these little names they put on things. So that's why at the beginning of the film, in our title sequence, we put Bigfoot in there and the moon landing and these things that people yeah. think are conspiracies And because we, we knew. We tipped the hat to them. You're going to call this – That's okay. You can call this. But when you look at these anecdotal stories of people dying, that's another thing they'll say. Oh, you can't prove science with anecdotal stories. Well, that's what humanity is, is a compilation of anecdotal stories. Me and him and you share anecdotal stories that translate into real-world situations. Mm -hmm. And they want to take humanity out of us, out of what we're going through. You know how many people send us emails daily about their, it's unbelievable. Their, their dead Unbelievable. five-year-old, their 13-year-old dead son, their mom who just died suddenly from a heart attack. Yeah. We weren't getting these five years ago, two years ago. We did a film on this. But we didn't get any of those emails uh, two years ago. Right. But we knew at the conclusion of that film, that first one, I told Nick, if we're right on this and we feel that this is going to go into this direction – we're gonna see these headlines like we've never seen before. Hence why we winded up making this film called Died Suddenly. We didn't coin the phrase, the media coined it because there was an inundation of so many people dying suddenly. Then you hit the hit hit pieces on us, which we made another trailer that uh, addresses these hit pieces, we're fine with them. Forbes probably had it printed before we even pushed play on our thing, they had it written out before the movie was uh, finished. But inside, it, well, this yeah. is funny. People Google it, see the hit pieces come up. In between the hit pieces are actual stories of people dying suddenly.
1: One one point that I wanted to build off of what Matt said is this idea of anecdotes and narrative and story. And Matt and I are storytellers, and I think that's one of the reasons why our films are are get get so much traction is because we we put the pieces together. And people have so many questions, especially with died suddenly. People were. Yeah just so confused at what was happening in the world and we laid out a coherent proposition now whether or not they believed it it's up to them but when you talk about anecdotes scientism today this religion of of worshiping the white coats has taken back from Everyday people who have rational souls and they said, you are unable to interpret the world unless you go through us. We are the arbiters of knowledge and understanding. If this is not a Mm -hmm. PubMed peer reviewed paper that came from me, you don't know what you're seeing. How dare you believe your lying eyes? And what I think our film did is it empowered the audience who saw it to say, no, 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 Absolutely, I do know what I'm seeing. I do know what I'm seeing. And the the hard part is, and this gets to the, the concept of narrative, is why people are reluctant to accept a conspiracy theory is because it offers them a view of the world that's very hard to look at. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see it that way, and that's yeah. why we, we what we say is like the only way you can understand this is if there is the paradigm of, of Christianity of good and evil. Is there a savior? Yeah, that's it right. is going to get really bad, but there's a savior, which is why there's the good news. That
2: revelation is not a feel good story until the end, no. until and then the it's a great end, one. Yeah. But in the end, got to go through a
0: lot it. of flying insects that are going to hurt you. <laughs> burn that's you right. And all- uh, Tell me a little bit more of that, about that. How do you get the word out? What are you doing to, to get people to see this? I imagine you were censored like crazy. No one wants you to see this. So what, what's, how, how do you get the word out?
1: Well, we have well, one, one quick quote from what you just said. Yeah. G.K. Chesterton was asked, what, does, what did he attribute his conversion to uh, Christianity to? Who does he thank the most? He said Satan. Said Satan, because it was the his recognition of how yeah. evil he is that pushed him to God, and and I think my story is is rather similar to that. When you really stare it in the face, and understand that the yeah. most powerful, wealthy, and well-informed people on this planet worship evil and Satan. If you don't want to be part of that, there's only one other door to go through.
2: And we're looking at, uh, as when Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, you'll see the Son of Man return. We're living in those times where they built up Babel, and they wanted to build this thing to to prove that they were mightier than god these people believe in that i've been in the rooms with the, i've interviewed people such as Yuval horari who says that yeah. homo sapiens will be something different in a hundred years will be integrated with an ai um they're looking f- they're scared of death so they're looking to prolong their life either in this world or through i don't the, the metaverse or whatever they want to come up with but when people uh send me emails and they're scared. What do I do? I took the vaccine. The first thing I tell them is you need to get right with the Lord. And then a lot of times people say, well, that's not a very good uh, uh, answer. Why I, Why did I waste my time? And I'm telling these people, we're all going to die. You took an experimental vaccine that might increase the, the that time period, right? You only have one way out of this and this is through jesus christ who's going to give you that access to the father and then you'll you'll be comforted and you'll be known where you will go and you'll have rest in that and and this world will burn up and a, a new one will be given to us well we won't have all this but right now our goal is to wake people up and the film is hard hitting because people need to wake out and get out of this this mental sleepwalking state that they're in uh, there are people in nefarious places that don't care about you. We do care about you. God loves wow. you. Jesus loves you. Uh, we we need to band together. Uh, if people want to see the film, go to diedsuddenly.info. That's our site. It's been translated into multiple 12 dozen languages organically. People just translate them and give it to us, and we put it on because the world needs to see this. And uh, we're already starting production on part two which we look at the more legal aspect of what's going on, and Capitol Hill. We've had senators and congresswomen and men reach out and say they're going to have investigations. So uh, Died Suddenly too we're, we're actually opening it up to the people of the world to become producers on this film meaning if you give us a donation to help with the production of this film we're going to put your loved one's name on the film and the credits or your name as a way to live on forever Their memory will pass away just like the, the 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 gospel writers did but the gospel continued yeah. this film will continue long after we're gone uh, until christ comes back but your loved one's name can stay on that film as a reminder to these people that you didn't go away, and you want to contribute to the next part. And the next part is uh, some recourse and, reprodu- uh, uh, and, and uh, retaliation. I wouldn't say retaliation; it's more of a recourse of what we can do legally.
0: Well, you got to hold them and, accountable uh, for what they did. We can never forget what they did to us, and what you're trying to do is hold them accountable for what they've done. That's right. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, well, Nicholas and, and Matthew, um, this this has been fantastic, and I, I just. Uh, I'm so grateful that you guys have been so bold and strong in your faith to put a documentary out this like this. I mean, people really need to know. So look, I, I, I pray that God continues to, to bless you on your journey. Don't give up. We need you and, and thank you so much for all that you're doing.
1: I appreciate thank you. it. Thank Thanks you. for having us on.
0: All right. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media and don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right, all caps, one word, to 30161.